It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Steve. When she was up at her parents' house last weekend, yes. I was here. I've been off from work for the last two weeks. Did you live off like Hungry Man TV dinners? <laughs> yes. Salisbury steak. Just walk around your boxes with your hand down there the whole day. Going, rah, rah, rah. Just open the slider and just hack a loogie. Just be out the door. And Kyle. We're in a time crunch today. Yeah, it's a short episode. Got a hard out. Hard out because, uh, and that's going out. Hitting the town. Hitting the town. On a Saturday morning. Gonna go uh, paint the town wine. It feels like a girls' trip shirt that everybody would wear, matching, yeah, right? Yeah, you wear it to Nashville. Yeah, yeah, right. The time to wine. paint the town wine. Now here they are, two guys who are living in style: Steve and Kyle. I know we've said this before, but uh, I think we figured it out. Nope. <laughs> nope. Those are not-so-famous last words. <laughs> we are, shall we say, cooking with gas today. Are we, though? We everything have... is, everything's running. Everything we do, typically, once it goes awry, we end up having contingency plans. That's why when we lost power a month ago... And we were so upset because we had three sources of power. Yeah. How could we possibly lose power? We had three, three methods to prevent that from happening. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we have... I'm actually more nervous than ever. Yeah. Because we have a new computer on your end. New you computer. finally threw the old... Uh, the jobs join out. I, Yeah. I, I, it was put up or shut up. I yeah. was having an issue with my computer earlier in the week. And yeah. it gave me one of the... One of those signs where I thought, if I don't immediately turn this off and save everything I'm working on, yeah. it could be gone forever. So, did that, and then I finally like clicked purchase on the computer that I had in my shopping cart. For a year. For easily a year. Now, is this something, though, because, and I'm not implying anybody does this, but that's a, that's a purchase. That's mm-hmm. not a, yeah. I'm going to the store to get pasta. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah, it's a significant purchase. Right. So this is something that I believe you've implied Annette has told you, probably because she's tired of hearing about it. Mm, Just do it. Yeah, many times. So she, she was ready for you to be gone with the old jobs <laughs> joint she... to bring 2.0 into the house. Yeah, and it wasn't until she had to uh, – she used my computer like two weeks ago for yeah. something and just said, that thing is insanely slow. How oh. do you deal with that? She's, but never, it just, she's never used a think brick. <laughs> but I've used it every day for the last however many years. You're used years. to it. So I just get used to it. So it slows down a little bit, slows down a little bit, slows down a little bit. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's just how it is. Yeah. And I didn't didn't really notice it. But her going from really never using – she barely uses a computer. She does everything on her phone, which – Oh, I thought you were about to say typewriter. <laughs> no. No, she's just – she doesn't have a ton that she has to do on the computer. Right. Like her Etsy store, all of her orders come in to the app on her phone. She's able to. It dri- it drives me insane I watching her. The, yes. Yeah. I need I, a I need a bigger screen. Yeah. Um. Just because I don't know. I feel like I have. I need a mouse. I need a or a trackpad or something. Yep. Just so I feel like. I feel like I'm much more efficient. It's absurd because in the scheme of things, 
a phone's phone screens are now what you know five inches tall mm-hmm. by three inches wide, whereas a typical laptop screen and, and a Mac is is smaller than most general like yeah. other laptops. It's you know two three times bigger. Yeah, it's a functionality thing for me. I I me much too. prefer working on. On a think brick. Well, I like having numerous things. I like having my, you know, my browser in the oh, top yes. left, and then messages are in the bottom right. You a window splitter? You split? Of course. Come on. What am I a, a caveman? Yeah, you're not an idiot. Jeez. Now is kind that of embarrassed is, or kind of offended that you even had to ask that? Is that going to double as side gig laptop as well? Do you oh, not no, use no. it? <laughs> Hear me out. Got the laptop at the side gig too. Hear me out. And look, when that one crashes. Yeah. I'm going top of the line. I was going to say, you smash that one with a hammer. Yeah. And then you start bringing that one in. Uh-huh. And you say, hey, guys, I figure I'll just double. I'll double up. Yeah, double dip. So if you'll go ahead and take care of the purchase price mm-hmm. of this, I'll just use it here. And so then they don't realize. Basically, I'm just going to them and saying, give me money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't realize. I like it. That you don't do anything anyway. Oh, No. No offense. No, but, oh man, I was about to be offended, but then I realized. I saw your hand going I mean, up. I, and... I realized you got a point. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, they look at you every now and again. You you smash a few buttons, say podcast posted. Yeah, and then they realize, who money well spent. Yeah, and I maybe make some uh, nonverbal like, hey, t- t- plug in the input. Right, right. Like go, you go, you go up to the mixer like twice a morning and just. Uh-huh. Shuffle all of the knobs. Shuffle them around. Like, you're a glorified shike, but just for something that matters. Right. No offense to Dan. <laughs> I'm sure he's not offended. Not well, offended at all. Can't be. I wanted to circle back. So right at the start, I said, famous last words. And as right. typical, they, they got me thinking. Because as of right now, we're six minutes in. Yeah. Zero issues. Well, and we, we mentioned contingency plan. <laughs> Our contingency plan, because for some reason this mixer... Has over the years decided at random recordings. Over the what? Over the years, right? Or year? Over two the, years. Uh, over the nine months? No, it's two years. Oh, we it's in 2021. 2021. Yeah, okay. we are coming up on the two year end. We're at 22 months uh, this week. Happy 22 month yeah. anniversary to this piece of garbage. We that didn't we're buy being... this last year. I thought we no. bought it when we moved into this studio. March 2021. Wow. Yeah. And uh, it had randomly decided over to stop at exactly 10 minutes. So that's why when we mentioned the first 17 minutes last week were gone, mm-hmm. it's because the recording stopped at 10 minutes, but we didn't notice it until 17, whatever. Do you think any podcast talks about their technical no. issues more than this one? No. Okay. I just need people to understand that there's still no rhyme or reason we reached out to the company. The company has no answer other than to shrug their shoulders and say, well, sounds like the device is faulty. I, yeah, you were you, you were upset with them I yesterday. still am. I and still am. Well, I mean, if – like. I don't understand why. Sometimes things just break and there's not a there's not a reason for it. Right, but I, I still don't think that there was even an iota of the possible problem solving considering what that is right. and what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Not just in settings, but internally everything. The fact that you sent one short video in one image mm-hmm. and she said, Well, that's probably it. It's probably broken. I, that aggravated me a little bit. I well, I mean so d- what would you do? What is, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there, there has to be some type of support line or tech support or equipment support outside of saying 
Our only solution is you can send it back to us and I then mean, be without a mixer. I don't know. I I and, thought that they did what they could. Yeah, it's frustrating, but things break. It's all it's all computer chips and stuff. Like what do you? I uninstalled Zoom, totally unrelated company, on my computer. Uninstalled it. I was so upset. <laughs> well, you showed them. So both Zooms now <laughs> taken straight. I'm sure that I'm sure they're still feeling that pain. But anyway, the problem's not solved. Our temporary or permanent solution is to just start recording so we can get past yeah. 10 minutes before yeah. we actually start talking. So we don't actually lose anything. Yes. So it's going to be really disappointing when it craps out. It decides that it's like new. Th- it's new out is 31 right. minutes or whatever. Right. And it just But in the scheme of things, off. the other option is what we did before, which is another sell this for however many hundreds of dollars, buy mm-hmm. a whole different one for hundreds of dollars more. I, I'm I'm on board with that. I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. I'm happy to do it. Um, I'm a I'm a tech nerd, so I like when new stuff shows up. Right, and absolutely. I and I am okay with the idea of getting the new, but man, we've used this thing once a week mm-hmm. for two, less than two years. Yeah. You that is, that means that is less than two. That's less that than a hundred uses. That means resale value is through the yeah, roof. We can put lightly used on Light, it. Oh, very lightly. Yeah, used. and we can sign the bottom. Not sure if that Did would. You, uh, do you scrape the battery acid out of the uh, holster <laughs> on the bottom? Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, it's clear. And don't think for a minute I'm leaving those brand new double A's in there. Are you kidding me? In this economy. So I wanted to go back. I said famous last words when we were talking about that. And I wanted to ask you because Boy, I don't think I ever have. Hold on, hold on one second. Oh, sorry. I knew that. that is a lot quieter. Oh, it is so much nicer. It kind of makes me want to get one of those rubber pads for mine. Yeah. Just so it can quiet it down. Because I Boy. do. That is one thing that really irritates me on when I'm listening back. Is the sound of keyboard. Yeah. And I do not know how to minimize it outside of just. Nah, it's. Using, you know, dainty fingers, I guess. Yeah, um, I think it's just... But I don't think just, I've ever asked you. How do you handle it when you see someone, let's say out in the wild, for lack of a better expression. Mm-hmm. You're out getting lunch. You're out at the grocery store, whatever. Yeah. Someone comes up to you and says, oh my gosh, are you Steve? You know, from, from the, the show Stephen that... From the Steve Kyle podcast. Yeah, from the show that put my other favorite show out of work last year. And you... I loved uh, Johnny the Duck and Lisa. Sorry? That's right. I just saw Lisa. She's actually up front. She's bagging the groceries. Nothing wrong with that job. It's a perfectly respectable no. job. No, I'm just saying. But Lisa went from morning radio. Morning yuck yuck. Mor- yep. Doing bits and hits and Holly Weird ketchup. You know what it is? That's a good bit. Holly Weird ketchup. And then the sounder is of like a ketchup bottle spraying. Yeah. I don't know how we don't have our own show. When those yahoos that you work with retire... You and I got to put a tape. <laughs> Holly weird. The Holly weird ketchup. And then you and I, and then, you know, obviously we have the page, the hundreds of pages that are distributed nightly with news. And then we only dig the back of the pile. Yeah. So yeah. we're only getting, we're only giving out news updates. Like, did you hear the news that Robbie Knievel passed away? <laughs> did he really? Yeah. When? But that, yesterday. But that's the level of news oh, I want to give out. Rest in peace, yeah, Pancreatic cancer. Robbie, Robbie Knievel passed away, lost in the uh, news cycle of Lisa Marie Presley passing away. Ugh. By the way, 54 with the look of a 75-year-old. Robbie Knievel? No, Lisa Marie Presley. Oh, oh okay. No offense to her. Her. 
Rest in peace. Should do we need to eulogize Lisa Marie Presley now? Mm. Didn't she have one song back in like two thousand two? Oh, I think it was before that. I thought it was nineties. And it's it's such a weird phenomenon that children of singers feel like, well, I guess I need to be a singer now too. No, you don't. Not everybody's that good. Yeah, I, I would I kind of understand it though. I mean, you're you're living in that shadow. You want sure. to kind of carve out your your own piece of the world, but you would think that you'd go something different like maybe she was a great sculptor or yes i I, you know a fantastic chef or something it it seems weird that you would try to follow in those footsteps imagine saying i mean it's somebody who some people consider him like the you know the the greatest performer ever right so were you drawn to teaching at all think you're gonna be better than him were you drawn to teaching? Both your parents were teachers. Did you say, hey, my parents are probably crappy teachers. I'm going to out-teach them. <laughs> like we're going to have a teach-off? Yes. Like they're going to teach a group of kids and they're going to end up idiots. And I'm going to teach a group of kids and they're yeah. going to end up in Mensa. Yeah. No, I, I thought about it briefly. Okay. Very briefly. Like those nine-month uh, nine month schedules. That is pretty nice. Right? Yeah. yeah I, I thought about it. I was actually um, casually offered an adjunct professor job at my old college. We are four (laughs) degrees from where I started with this. Yeah. But so, so let, let's, let's dissect how we want to tackle what we've now (laughs) opened up. Cause I had the initial idea, which I just wanted to ask you how you handle people saying, boy, I didn't think I'd ever run into someone famous. Yeah. I spit in their face and say, shut up. Is this paid? Get out of my way. Okay. Well, we wrapped it up. Appreciate Won't it. Won't be paying for this. Thank you very much. Thanks, slob. Throw it in the back. Butler William will uh, will, uh-huh. will will guide you. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, this is 100% serious. That's right. exactly right. how I handle myself. I just feel like that would be, I mean, because I've told you over the years, and it, and it is no joke, that was my least favorite part of when we would go out. Mm-hmm. Because us going out, for the most part, we're left alone. If we're at a bar, a restaurant, whatever. And I think we, you understand that. And people familiar with the show understand that. Mm-hmm. That fame is a level. It's not like A, B, or C, right? You're not even on the local news. So, like, no. your, your face itself is not as recognizable. No, exactly. I, I still enjoy that anonymity right. of being on the radio. But we would go to the hockey game, which was a radio station sponsor yeah, thing and exactly. you'd be in front of a banner with the logo on it and people would know you there mm. that was my least favorite part so i like i would try to avoid saying who i was whatever right. so i can't fathom you having super excited listener right mm-hmm. come up and with their either new significant other long time significant hey honey it's steve he's famous <laughs> and honey doesn't listen. How do you, how did you react to that? That for me, I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be so dumbfounded with, do I first tell them, no, I'm not famous Two, Is he uh, about to start going through like, yeah, this is the guy that I told you about that one day did this on the radio. Right. Um, how do I like, so you're asking how I handle Yeah. Him? Like, one, was it uncomfortable? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it is. But and two, how do you work through that? Because I can't imagine the discomfort. 
of well, trying to explain what I do to somebody who doesn't listen to the radio, doesn't listen to the radio right, show, yeah. doesn't care. Because ultimately that's going to, it usually goes like, hey, honey. Uh, and then they turn and look at you. She doesn't listen, but I talk about you guys all the time. And then some kind of vague explanation about something that was done on the show eight years ago that I don't right. remember. And then that person going, ah, huh. So they either have to feign interest because their significant other is so excited. No, for me, it's uh, it's always just, hey, thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for yeah. people listening, right. people like you listening every day. Very lucky. Thank you very much. And that's that's usually like the extent of it. And it's a you know positive interac- interaction. Every now and then, though, there's that one where it's like the interaction goes on a little bit it's too, too long. long. Yeah. But – that also happens in regular life too, where it's you're like, okay, this we're we've reached the end of this conversation, and yes. I don't really know what else to say. So you just kind of do that. Has, mm, so, um, what are you up to today? Yeah, like never in your <laughs> life have you had to go to the bathroom more. Yeah, because it's just a way out at that point, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh man, I don't like that when because that happened somewhat recently when I was at a store buying something or I was in the aisle and the person from the store was helping me locate something that I couldn't find on my own. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be, uh, here's the spot on the shelf. Do you happen to know if there's like, it says here that you have 18 in stock. I don't see any. So they do the thing where they radio to somebody else. Hey, can you check on a SKU number one, two, four, nine? Mm-hmm. Oh yep. Yep. Okay. We got him in the back. He's going to bring him right out. And then it's that, Two to three minutes where you're just kind of standing there with the person. You're like, ah. How are holidays good for you? Do you guys. Are you busy today? Uh, Yeah. You don't have to wait here with me. (laughs) Right. Like, I appreciate. Thanks for showing (laughs) me. I'm just awkward. I'm always awkward when it comes to talking to people. I don't even know if that's awkward, though. I think that's just... I, I don't know. How how long is an interaction like that supposed to go on? I don't know. To me, that had had that had its start. Mm-hmm. That had its middle, which is showing you where it is. And it had its end. Let me know if I can help you any, with anything else. Mm-hmm. And then you part ways. Yeah. Right? I think it's on the other person there. I think you're excused. Sure. I mean, I'm because sure. if they're just standing there, what do you do? Do you just act like, well, you know, are you now a horse? You now have blinders, <laughs> yeah. right? Just like start looking at anything else. Yep. Like, oh, oh boy, I need. I didn't think I need Jello, but <laughs> if it's away from your face, sounds like I'm getting yeah. Jello today. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I as much as I would love to say that's on somebody else. Like I said, I'm awkward too. I'm sure that there are a hundred awkward interactions right? where people would explain that I was the one that that made it weird, made it awkward. And that's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm content with who I am. I know. Do you think there's anybody who goes to these live shows? You know, when you guys travel, uh, travel the coast, travel the world mm-hmm. that they're sitting there again with their significant other in the crowd going, yeah, I helped him find something in the grocery store. And he was really weird. Yeah. Like that's he's totally different up there, but like he was so weird at the grocery store. I was just staring at him. I expected him <laughs> to give me a bit, right. and he just grabbed his perform, sugar. Perform, clown. Yeah, he grabbed his sugar and left. Yeah, it's uh, that is, 
seriously, that is one of my biggest fears, not fears, but it's one of those things that gives me the most anxiety is when somebody walks up out of context, not at a show event or anything like that and says, Hey, you're from the radio show. Oh, I'm a big fan. I listen all the time, blah, blah, blah. Any combination, any variation of that. One of my biggest, um, like feelings of anxiety comes from somebody thinking somebody walking away from that interaction, thinking that I'm not appreciative. Mm -hmm. I always try to go out of my way to be like, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's amazing to hear. I'm so happy that you listen to the show and that you, that you enjoy it. I feel like I have to amp that up to make them believe me. Right. Because I, you're not in character. The the worst thing in the world it, for me is to feel like somebody left an interaction like disappointed or offended or feel like I blew them off. Or, or something. worse, bored. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, you could call them whatever insulting name you want. But if they go <laughs> home and say, God, Steve was so boring. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? I know. Fathom this for a guy like Jay Leno. Yeah. Or whoever. And they're out and about. And they, hey, it's Jay Leno, right? Yeah. You either you have two options when you run into Jay Leno. You're either going to go ask him about cars. Yeah. Or you're going to just stand and stare and wait for him to tell you a joke. Right. Yeah. Like, Come that's on. what he's known for, right? So, right. hey, Jay, what's the new bit? <laughs> right? What's the new working man oh, blue-collar comedy that you can unleash on me in the grocery store today? That should be a new segment that we do where we get we book comedians on the podcast. And we As soon as we pick up, just say, all right. Do your latest bit. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> so we could even start with a, with a smaller level. We can call our, our friend Purple Heart Matt. <laughs> Unprompted. We still have his phone number. I have it on my, in my DMs. Yeah. And when he answers, we just say, hey, do your latest bit. And then when he does it or when the shock wears off and then he does it, yeah. we just click hang up and we move on. <laughs> Thanks. See ya. Boy, that isn't a bad idea. I like that idea. I like the, the potential for complete awkwardness. And we could do that because there's a million, you know, dumpy comedy clubs that have names on them mm-hmm. that we, you know, you just search their name or a lot of times yeah. they'll have their social media tags. Say, hey, do you want to be on to talk about, you know, amateur night at the Yuck Yuck Hut yeah. that you're doing on Wednesday at yeah, 6 we're the, p.m.? We're the Yuck Yuck Hut town's number yep. one podcast. We're looking to bring more bodies into the Yuck Yuck Hut. <laughs> Than they've seen in years. Yeah. But we digress. digress. I wanted to get back to you. You you nearly knocked me out of my chair with a revelation a few minutes ago. Did I? I already forget. You had said that you were somewhat not officially offered an adjunct professor role at your alma mater. Oh, this is years ago. Okay, so this is back when you are presumably, is this NHL era Steve? Is this Jet Steve era Steve? Jet Steve era Steve. Okay, so bad decisions are abound. <laughs> yeah, this was when... Um, I shouldn't say that. Like you said, you enjoyed a couple of hours on that thing and barely 17 lost, and a half hours over three summers. And best barely to, lost a penny, if I remember right. Best darn 17 and a half hours I've ever spent on the water. What about the 35 and a half hours spent commuting to the jet ski <laughs> and to the water? Yeah, I'd love to know the mileage I put on my truck in that same time. Like, I need an equation. 
to see. I also, and I know it's revisionist and it's not fair. I want it so that you didn't, you couldn't afford the trailer. <laughs> so you were just trying to, you were like waving down to somebody else at the store, at the storage unit to see if they could help you lift it into the back end of your truck on a weekly basis. Right. And then to get it in the water, I just threw the truck in reverse. Yep back down the ramp and then slammed on the brakes. Yeah. Is, is somebody knocking on the door? That is your daughter. Uh, come on in. Come on in, big girl. What are you doing? Oh, you want to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? What uh, um did did mama tell you to come down here and watch it? Told. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I, I can I can turn on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse for you. No problem. Okay. Which big TV? The one upstairs. Oh, okay. Where? Uh, Mom, <laughs> <laughs> <I> leave. <laughs> yeah. How about I turn it on in uh, on the TV right out there for you? Okay. All right, I'll be I'll be right out. You wanna? Uh... Oh my God! Thank God. <laughs> We're gonna wrap up. I I, I want to tease us because I do not want to forget. Coming up before the end of this episode, Steve had the tale last week about the unexpected podcast partner, and I don't know if that got me a little insecure or what. But now coming up later this episode, I need to tell the tale. I'm finally busting free of this thing. The shackles of the Steve and Kyle podcast are going to be no more because I finally, finally have an outlet where I can move on, move on from this thing and let my wings spread and fly like an eagle. And we'll get to that in a little bit because I need, um, I needed my outlet for a long time. And this is finally going to be it. While Steve is occupied, I did want to mention we are back in the game of doing some giveaways here and there. We're not going to do them every week. We're not going to do them on a regular basis because it's it's a decent amount of work to, to get everything finalized with this media company, whatever. But I did want to mention, we are doing a giveaway right now on our social media. That's at Steve and Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can check that out. We are giving away five digital copies of the movie Devotion. Right now, you can bring Devotion home on digital. Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell star in the epic and inspirational story based on true events of two heroic U.S. fighter pilots whose sacrifices made them the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. Buy Devotion on digital now, packed with behind-the-scenes bonus content. It's available at participating retailers, rated PG-13, from Paramount Pictures. That is a movie I am excited to watch. And we are doing the giveaway. Again, all you're going to need to do, whatever social media, they'll have the directions will be in the post. Again, at Stephen Kyle. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram will uh, will do those giveaways, and you'll if you win one again one of those five digital copies, we will uh, uh, we'll send you a DM on whatever platform there in the next week. What did I miss? <laughs> I teased, and I, I only teased it on here because I need to. I do. I cannot forget. Okay. I think I'm leaving the podcast. Okay, but we'll get to that a little later. Okay. Yeah. No big deal. So this was. Jet Steve era. Jet Steve era, yes. So rife with poor decision making and uh, free flowing hair. Oh, yeah. And living in an apartment. Uh, yeah, living in a, a little uh, townhouse condo type thing that I was renting 
from uh, one of my roommates. My roommate was the landlord. Okay, gotcha. Not the first time we've been... Weirdly enough, then, you've had that scenario a couple times. Yeah, a few. Annette, your previous landlord, mm-hmm. and you couldn't help yourself. Of course, his name was Anthony. <laughs> Boy, you got a tight. <laughs> so how does this come about that someone from Monmouth University, the Fighting Eagles... The uh, the Hawks. Oh, close. Monmouth Hawks. That's right. Of course. How did, did they reach out to you? Yeah, they did. Like via email? This was somebody that, uh, it was one of my professors in college. Okay. One of my mentors. Fantastic person. Just so impressed with your collegiate efforts. He was my mentor. <laughs> I don't know how much he was impressed with me. Okay. But I was very impressed with him. Uh, taught me a lot. Very, very um, influential in in a lot of aspects of my life. He's still with us? or He is not. He mm-hmm. uh, passed away a couple of years ago due to cancer. Oof. Yeah. Both your mentors. Jack. Well, I don't, I don't know if I'd put Jack up there on the same. That's all there is to know. <laughs> About the grocery business. Jack and this no. professor. No. So th- this person... I was in contact with him a lot after I graduated and um, after I graduated college, he was, like I said, a mentor, just one of those people that was always somebody that was willing to help out and listen. And uh, so I, th- I got to a point where I was a little frustrated at the job that I was currently at. I didn't think I was um, advancing like I wanted to or I don't know. They're just those typical things when you're in your early to mid twenties and mm-hmm. you think that you know everything mm-hmm. and you, you're like, why aren't I the boss yet? Right. I mean, I've been here two years. Um, How have I not been promoted twice? <laughs> right. Which I mean, in hindsight, you look back, obviously it's, it's very appropriate that I was not in any other position than right. the one I was in. I was exactly where I should have been. And thought about changing careers, moving on, doing something different. And he said it wasn't an actual offer of a position, Mm -hmm. but it was hinted that if I was interested, he would be interested in hiring me because he was also the department head. And he said, well, I mean, if let me know what you decide because we have an opening for an adjunct professor for everybody who's not familiar, an adjunct professor is not, I wouldn't even call it part-time. You're not an employee. You're basically, you get a stipend f- for a semester. Right. You're probably like a 1099 contract I would type assume, thing. Yeah, you're a contract employee. And but it, the and, trade-off is you don't need a, a degree in teaching, yeah. and, you know, because you're not an actual yeah, a lot of times, professor. a lot of times your adjunct professors are going to be, uh, they'll, they'll work in a, you know, whatever the specialty field is, they will have experience in that field. And then it kind of supersedes whatever classes or whatever you would have to take in order to be, uh, in order to be eligible to teach that class. So yeah, yeah, I gave that a lot of thought for probably a year because he, there wasn't a deadline on it. And he basically just said, "If, if it ever interests you, let me know and we can pursue that. And I thought about it and thought about it. And then I was like, man, that it's a lot of work. Like, it would be a lot of work for not a lot of money. I think right. it, it, an adjunct professor at that point, it was like, 
you'd make $1,500 a semester. That's, I mean, but then again, it was one class. It was one night a week. I think it would have been like a Tuesday night or a Thursday night, a two and a half hour class. So for the amount of work that you're actually doing, the amount of time that you're in the classroom, it's okay. It's pretty good money. You figure it's probably a hundred bucks each time you're in class because mm-hmm. you're only there 14, 15 times. But yeah, I mean, that it obviously that's not all it was. It's right, not you're just not, show you're up just rolling in at eight fifty eight for a nine a.m. class. Yeah, and you're you know, teaching the class, spinning a yarn for fifty minutes, and then leaving. Right. It's not yeah. what we do here every week. Yeah. That boy, but it but it crossed your mind, didn't? Oh, it, it? definitely did. Because at that and at that point, I wonder how much of you is like, my mom and dad would be so impressed because they obviously mm-hmm. at that point you'd gone through college. Yeah, I was done with college. So I was probably 26. So the generation of Steve family continuing the teaching genetics Mm -hmm. had died. Brother Mike moving on to handling hedge funds and swindling poor people out of money. Yeah. Steve. Checking the the Kazlap. Checking the, yeah, the the Swedish thing Mm -hmm. that was there. Yeah. Uh, What was that called? It's remarkable. I just had a meeting with our finance guy like two days ago. Couldn't tell you anything. Hmm. That's how they get away with it. You going back to Big Dutch Ron? No. No, 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 no either. Katie's got a guy that uh, our family is. No big deal. Not looking good. <laughs> Retirement? Not going to happen. <laughs> Did they show you that chart where it's like the the probability that you'll survive financially charged? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, if it, you know, in this scenario... The last penny will be leaving your bank account if you draw your last breath at age, you know, 65. Okay. Like, well, so wait, that was it's only three years before me. That's only three years after you told me I could start. Yeah. Uh, you're telling me three. And I then, need to die at 65. Otherwise, I run out of money. But then they hit the button where you say, yeah, we're thinking about having another kid or we're thinking about going on one vacation every 40 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then they. They plug in that variable, and you see the yeah. the chart that was kind of angled up a little bit. It's, it's got a little bit less of an angle yeah, to it. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, you were at 80% reaching your goal. Right. Now you're at 67%. Yeah, me going to, you know, Scottsdale <laughs> for a week has now caused my, my retirement. Long to... weekend. That's right. Yeah. No, everything's a long weekend. Yeah. No week-long vacations, and that's and just to keep week- that little angle. And by long weekend, not Thursday to Monday. <sighs> it's early Friday morning yeah. to late Sunday night. Get there early Friday so you can count Friday as a day. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. you're going to Scottsdale, so you're gaining time on the way there. Right. It's pretty much, you're somehow cheating the timeline by going to Arizona from where we are. Yeah. But again, that would... Like you mentioned, that little angle, mm-hmm. that long weekend in Scottsdale on a budget airline direct, tick, 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 tick. a little oh, yeah. more flat. Yeah. I mean, look, if you really like Scottsdale, yeah, yeah, maybe it's worth it to you. Right. I mean, and heaven forbid, if you even imply someplace like Seattle, <laughs> what are you, a king? Yeah. A cruise? <laughs> what do you, what do you need to do in retirement? Here's your retirement. You go work part-time at like a floral store. Yep. Okay. You're a greeter somewhere. Yes. And you immediately claim meals on wheels. Yeah. So you don't have to spend money on food. And you never buy a new vehicle. Yeah. And you stop stop buying gifts for the holidays. Yeah. 
That's how you retire. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a, that was a depressing <laughs> breakdown this past week. Um, was there? Did you ever mention this offer to your parents? Did or did they tell you anything about um, like, hey, adjunct I, professor could lead to I don't this, know. this or this? Not not that I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like my dad probably would have steered me away from it. I think that he, he enjoyed what he did. I think he liked being a teacher, but he realized that the, the tides were shifting a bit when he was nearing retirement. You know, it, it, it used to be just Gwyn teach, see how the students improved, Mm -hmm. get gratification from knowing that students started here, ended up here. You did your job. But I think towards the end of both of their careers, it was a lot more red tape, a lot more paperwork, and a lot more parents being really, really involved with exactly what you said and did. Oh, God. I can't imagine it now. I cannot imagine being in that position now Mm -hmm. and having to have parents review the textbooks that the kids are supposed to be reading and say, I don't agree with this, so they can't read it. Yeah. Well, it's like how many many bosses – you probably have one direct boss at your job. Right. That you report to. Now, granted, there are people above them that they report to, but imagine having your boss and then, I don't know, how many kids are in a class? 25? Right. So, times two. So, you got 50 more bosses. Yes. You're not going to make everybody happy. No. So There's no granted, way. Granted, this was... And that's, and that's being pretty generous by referring to parents as bosses. Yeah. I mean, really... That's the same thing as when people say, well, I paid that police officer's salary because I pay taxes. Yep. Right. It's that same self-righteous indignation that mm-hmm. you are there. They work for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, no, I mean, they're teaching your kid what they're supposed to be taught. Now, right. what you want, if you want to teach your kid what you want to teach them. Go ahead. Homeschool. Yeah. Now, granted, what I would have been doing what is at a, a college college level. right so it's completely different imagine having a parent call it hey hey i heard you had my son read this book by you know chomsky <laughs> right. on my case it would have been like by marconi yeah right right <laughs> and i don't so, agree with his teachings <laughs> okay sorry oh my god did the Boy, tuition check clear i, or? I can't think of something i would have been less equipped to to do on a professional level (laughs) i would be curious how you would handle that because we don't see it much but i also think it's partially because you're you're so removed from it part of me thinks that might be a jersey steve situation Mm. where you 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 know you you bust one off on the the parent or the kid who's Mm -hmm. complaining to because it's you're right it's a different environment yeah it's a totally different like you're in college now handle your own business don't complain to yeah. me about the time of the class or the homework you got to do. Okay, you paid. I remember don't that. Don't show. I don't care. I still remember that being a real eye opener when I was. It was the first couple of days at Monmouth in fall of '99. Mm-hmm. I was at freshman orientation, so the freshmen get there, get to campus a couple of days earlier than everyone else, and you kind of go through all the icebreaker activities, and this is where the dining hall is, and you know all of those sessions where they kind of teach you they give you a three-day crash course in how to be in college Mm -hmm. and i remember one of the first sessions everybody's sitting there and they're up uh, somebody's up speaking maybe it was one of like the ras from the dorm or something 
and they're just saying like, Hey, you know, the, uh, the doors automatically lock at 9 PM. So make sure you have your building access card and, uh, you can use the dryers from two to four every, you know, just like that little mundane crap, any questions. And I remember somebody raising their hand and saying, what time is the curfew? And everybody kind of chuckling. And then the person up on stage saying, there's not a, like, there's no curfew. You're, you're here and you're an adult and you're 18 years old or 19 years old. Handle it. That's a rude awakening. Because I remember sitting there thinking, okay, I knew that, but I didn't really know that. So now I'm like, do whatever I want. Yeah, you're you're now the Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Yeah, and the 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 freshman seminar class that every freshman had to take, where you kind of learn how to handle you know time management. And now that you're in college, and hey, don't stay out all night right. drinking because I remember the teacher just saying, "Your parents aren't going to be able to call and complain if no. you do poorly on a test." Yeah, you're an adult. And if things don't work out, this is 100% on you. So figure it out and figure it out fast. I remember thinking, whoa, this is like. That is a rude awakening. (laughs) It is. It is. But it was also really exciting. Oh, sure. Because at that point, you're you're completely in control. And Hmm. for somebody who was, you know, like everyone else in that situation, like most kids in that situation, didn't have that freedom. Right. Going into that. So when you received this semi-offer of being an mm-hmm. adjunct professor, were you someone that when you left college, boy, you craved college, right? Like you um, didn't, you missed, you know, the, the parties, the the, the living nah. there, the, the freedom, the whatever, the jet skis, all of that stuff. No, I was pretty happy to be done. So was I. Yeah. I, I never had that. Maybe I'll go back and... Uh, get my master's right like i don't even need a high school diploma for what i do right why why would i go back to school more yeah to get more degrees and more in debt no that's what i tell everybody who asks about you know i I have two degrees and say oh college and did you like it and what would you do differently and i tell everyone i would not go i liked it and i'm happy that i went because if i didn't go i wouldn't have gotten into what i'm doing now right so i didn't need it I don't be you need, and Jack staring at, you know, four <laughs> inches of pine. I don't need it for what I do now, but I'm happy I did it because it got me into what I do now. Sure. So if I hadn't gone to college, if I had just um, enrolled in a, a tech school or just started working somewhere else or joined the military or something, there's a good chance I wouldn't have gotten in it. Like my path wouldn't have led me to where I am. So I'm grateful that I did it. I just wish that I had the knowledge in high school that I didn't need it. I wish I knew in high school, Hey, I could do this. I could work on a, at a radio station. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. I've already decided I've prepared to tell my son when he says, I want to go to college that he he is on his own, (laughs) that I will not help one iota. It, did that decision get made after you met with the financial guy and you saw the, the graph? This was made before he was born. Okay, good. Because I so, can't think of something that's a bigger waste of money in today's world mm-hmm. than going to college. No offense to anybody going to college right now. It's hard to argue with that because 
I'm going to push him and beg him to go to trade school. Yeah. Become a plumber, an electrician. I've, I've said that since before Evelyn was born. If I could go back 15 years, longer than that now, I guess at this point, what I went would to you college in 2005. What would you go into? I'd become an electrician. Really? It's insane. The, I don't think you have it in you. Oh, I do. No offense. <laughs> but it, because nowadays, now, obviously, having to grind what you need to grind, however many years you need to do mm-hmm. that, to make little to no money and become an apprentice before you can really get to doing your own thing. Yeah. I don't have that capability. I have a family, house, all that stuff. Right, but when you were 22 or, or 19. Less than exactly. Yeah. I mean, I was stocking pop. Making you know eight fifty or nine dollars mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah, what's Still the living difference? At home. Yeah, and what's when the difference? Why did you move out? Uh, Mid twenties. Okay, but what what's the difference between that and making little money with infrequent hours working with an electrician? Exactly, because at least with the uh, the job in a trade or whatever, you know, whether it's electrician or HVAC or construction or yes. anything else. At least you know that there's a next step. You know, if you have an apprenticeship, okay, you know that you're going to get to that next level. As long as you keep your S together, you're eventually going to make it to that next level where you're, I don't know if it goes apprenticeship to to journeyman or if there are steps in the middle, Mm -hmm. but why don't you do it? Why don't you go back to school? No. Go back to Zippy Zappy school. Five years ago, I thought about maybe, but then I thought, what would I go back for? And I realized I'd go back for something IT or computer software mm-hmm. related. Uh, no, that time has passed. My wife is doing a fantastic job doing it herself. I do not have mm-hmm. the heart and soul and stamina that my lovely wife does. Well, we know you don't have the heart. No. Because pretty busted. Got a little bit of a boo-boo. Heart boo-boo. No offense. No offense. Oh, God <laughs> dang it. I thought that was the one. Hey, before we get out of here. Yeah. I I teased it when you uh, had to go turn on the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> that was uh, apologies for that. I hope people enjoyed hearing that. I sent an ex another text. Saying, you, is she live? Saying she's okay. She's watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse down here. Uh, she said because upstairs earlier, I I kept humming the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, That's and fine. I don't know if you're familiar with Minnie's Bow Tunes. That's another Disney right. Uh, Disney song. Well, I've had the song stuck in my head for like two day, two days. So I'm walking around as we're getting breakfast together, singing "Welcome to my new boutique." Dun, 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 dun. And and I kept saying, D- "Don't do that. You sing it out loud. She's gonna hear it, and that's all she's gonna want to do all day." So I sent Annette a text saying, "She's watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse down here right now." Annette replied. She didn't need to do that. I just want you to see what happens when you sing that stupid song. <laughs> so no doubt, after we came down here, Evelyn said, I want to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Right. No, I want to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. No, I want to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Go ask your father. Exactly. That's how that entire conversation <laughs> went. <laughs> I wanted to mention, last week, and I don't know if there's any progression, we'll get to that next week, mm-hmm. uh, about you unveil, un- revealing, quite shocking, that Annette brought up to you doing a podcast. Okay. Which, again, shocked me to my core. <laughs> you. And you live with her. I live with her. <laughs> I just, of of a million things on a list that Annette would want to do with you. Mm-hmm. Boy, actually, I should pare that down to like eight. There's a lot. 
I mean, there's a lot on the list. You'd have well, a, of things that she would like to do with you. You'd have. I think eight. we can narrow it down to like ten. The rest. I'd love to hear the other six. <laughs> All right. Of the top three, <laughs> and then the rest of the world, I would put doing a podcast, just in general, at the bottom. Yeah. Doing a podcast with you, mm-hmm. like 10 steps below that even, mm-hmm. right? In my mind, she'd be like, well, yeah, I think a podcast would be fun. I would like to do it, but I don't want you involved. Yeah. So that was shocking to me. We'll get an update on that next week. So uh, okay. if we want to put that so we don't forget to circle back. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We'll get to type, that. type, type, type. Typing it down right now. Yep, there we go. It's on the spreadsheet. How could we miss it? Steve, I think I'm leaving the podcast. Whoa. I think I'm about if I haven't already. I haven't checked my email. You're uh, you're announcing that on our on our try by the try by centennial. The try by sin. Try by happy try by sin. By the oh, way. Episode, episode shirts episode merch fifty merch try, just try by sin try by sin. Then her faces blow it. Nobody will understand. No. <laughs> One thirty second bit at minute forty five. Yeah, I don't think that'll catch on. I got an offer last week. What? And it was exciting. Not only was it an offer. a job offer? I did it. What happened? I will repost it. I made a quick post on social media because I didn't want to leave the whole day that -hmm. it was released uh, unacknowledged. Mm -hmm. I was able to appear and do 20 to 25 minute hit. 20 to 25 minutes? On a podcast talking football. What? Oh, what? Uh, tell me more. Who? What? So this is, it is a, it's a pretty well-known sports blog. It's called The Big Lead. The Big I've Lead, heard of The Big Lead. The Big Lead has spawned Ryan Glasspiegel, who is now a reporter for the New York Post. Never heard of him. Uh, Jason McIntyre founded The Big Lead. Of he is now up he to did. bigger and better I things. Don't know, don't know who that is. And no no it offense. is now run by someone who happens to live Right here in West right, Michigan. Right in our backyard. Right in our backyard. Let's see. I'm and trying to think of all the the sports uh, magnate, ma- magnate, magnate, mm-hmm. magnets. It's not magnets, is it? I'm thinking M-A-G-N-A-T-E. N-A-T-S, magnates. Magnates. Is yeah. that how you say it? Yeah, I think you're I don't right. know if I've ever heard the word said before, but I've seen it written. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had a reason to say that word either outside of in a book. Maybe put it on the poll. Is it magnates or magnets? How do you pronounce it? Yeah. Do you pronounce it like magnate? Mag-nate, like yeah. the name Nate. Mm-hmm. Magnet, like internet. Or like the a magnet, like a yeah, a positive, negative, attracty thingy. How do you pronounce it? Boy. <laughs> we never make ourselves look dumber than when we post polls. Maybe make this one a, the old yes-no. <laughs> oh, yeah. That really ticked off someone the <laughs> other day. sure did. And honestly, I meant to pose that one correctly, and I just forgot because I post these while talking, right? Like, it, I'm, and I'm not saying it's doing rocket science and surgery at the same time, <laughs> right. but when you're trying to get out a decent thought or continue uh-huh. a conversation and post a poll that you're trying to remember the ex, the exact wording, sometimes it can be a little difficult. Mm-hmm. No big deal. So, Kyle Coster is the. Um, I want to say he's the editor-in-chief, yes, of the big lead now. The EIC, huh? The EIC. And he happens to live in West Michigan. 
And I've interacted with him on Twitter a few times. No big deal. And blue check, blue check mark. Whoa. Yeah. Him, okay. not you. <laughs> you think I'm, I'm paying for that? No big deal. No. And he Trust was, me. I know. I know how little of a deal that is. I had uh, interacted with him a few times this week was a lot about uh, the Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. who were pushed out of the playoffs this past yeah. weekend. But then now you are uh, you have uh, given up your Lions fandom, right? You are a uh, Rams fan. I am a Los Angeles Rams fan outside of those fraudulent St. Louis years. Mm-hmm. So lifelong is what, what what we can safely tell people. Okay, because the fraudulent St. Louis years were most of the years of my life. So I just waited for sure. them to move back to L.A. Yeah. And then got back on board with my yeah, Rams. Of course. And, but I still follow the Lions in a lot of the uh, social media follower, following mm-hmm. that uh, the people that I follow are Lions beat writers and things yeah. like that from 30 years, 30 plus years of being abused by this team. Mm-hmm. So they did not make the playoffs. They still had a pretty important game Sunday night to either uh, knock the knock the Packers out. Right. Yeah. Right. And they showed up so, somewhat surprisingly and beat the Packers at Lambeau. And so Kyle Cossard reached out to me. That's the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. That's what the they call it. Oh, yeah, a little fake, though. I think they got warmers that keep it up to like 50 degrees anyway. So yeah. it's all false advertising. Oh, look, I'm just dropping some sports knowledge. I, you know, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Maybe you get me in touch with uh, Kyle nope, busy. Nov- Narver. No, nope, busy, 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 busy. He's a busy okay. guy. Again, blue check mark. <laughs> so he reached how, out to me. So how did you? Now this is somebody that you don't know in person. Nope. You, uh, I've communicated with him. He's a Lebetard fan. So okay. I've and I saw he. I followed the big lead, and I followed him and other writers from the big lead on social media. Mm-hmm. So tweeted at him a few times here and there, and that's really it. Mm-hmm. So I woke. I wake up on Monday to a DM saying, "Have you ever DM'd him?" Yes. Once okay. in the past, he sent me a pair of shoes that I was asking him about. He sent you a pair of shoes? Like a link to buy. Gotcha. Footwear. Okay. Nice shoes. In case you're looking. Like a boat shoe. I'm going to uh, beep that out because they are not a paying sponsor That's of a this good podcast. No free rides. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So I woke up to Monday. He said, if you want to talk lines this afternoon, let me know. I'd be happy to. Oh, boy. And so so, so, a- you, so obviously somebody backed out, right? He had a guest lined up. <laughs> And backed out. <laughs> and what do you mean? Because I, uh, there's comes, no chance in hell. Here comes the jealousy. <laughs> there's no chance in hell that you are his big guest. No offense. What do you mean? I mean, again, no offense at all. <clears throat> of course. But. Of course. Guy wakes up in the morning mm-hmm. after, you know, the big game last night. And he's not thinking to himself, well, I got to get somebody relevant on. Let me reach out to. Flips through the Rolodex. Kyle. Just Kyle. Well, let me tell you what. Okay. Tell me. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what right now. Again, no offense. On this very podcast, I followed mm-hmm. the fantastic Adam Lefko. 
Never heard that name before. NBA on TNT. Very, very good analyst. Smart man. Mm. Lovely man. Mm. Did a fantastic job on this podcast, by the way. If you haven't heard Adam Lefko, he is very, very smart. But, yeah, he's a host on NBA on TNT Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Right for the Bleacher Report. Right. All yeah. Stuff. Hoops. Again, another. I hate to throw the credentials around. Another blue check mark. And I said, of course. Name the time and place. And at this point, I'm already embarrassed because I'm like, well, I'll hook up my USB mic, which, but honestly, it's probably better than. Did you, did you sit in the chair? No. That, that you no, would sit no, in? No, no, I sat in my normal. And it wasn't going to be, it wasn't video anyway. Okay. It was just going to be an audio release. But um, yeah, I was able to jump on with Kyle Kosser from the big lead. And I'll post that link again. I, I tweeted it <sighs> when it happened on uh, Tuesday or, yeah, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday. That it was released. I posted it on, on Twitter. I'll post it on all our social medias. So, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. So when he released this uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Like if we have a guest on, which is pretty rare. Mm-hmm. But we'll say. In our show de- show notes, show mm-hmm. description. We were joined by so-and-so. Yeah, I'm reading they're the, they're the director of blah, blah, blah for uh-huh. the whatever organization. Uh-huh. Or. Actor, you may remember him from such movies as blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Did it just say, today we're joined on the, what is it called? The I don't know what it's actually called. <laughs> okay. The Big Weekend. Sorry. The Big Weekend. We're joined on the Big Weekend by Kyle. Mm-hmm. Just Kyle. Mm-hmm. What is, uh, does it say Kyle head chief in charge of mortgage denials at Big Bank USA? I'm glad you asked. I have the Big Weekend latest podcast leads from from this episode. I want to pull it up because I want to... It is titled, Adam Lefko on his new contract, Turtlenecks, and Embracing the Chaos Mm -hmm. by Kyle Coster. Let me read you the description. Mm -hmm. Adam Lefko and Warner Brothers Discovery Sports have agreed on a new multi-year extension the big lead has learned. Lefko has served on the, as the host of NBA and TNT's Tuesday night coverage since 2019. Weekly show debuts tonight with a doubleheader featuring Miami Heat, Oklahoma City Thunder, followed by Golden State Warriors, Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. This feels like it's just a generic. Maybe not. Shaquille O'Neal and Candace Parker are returning to the program. Jamal Crawford will take over the chair previously occupied by Dwayne Wade. Lefko joined the big weekend to talk about his new deal, the unique way in which he approaches the job, his fashion sense, and what about the NBA most excites him? Mm-hmm. So there's an embedded player for the podcast. So you were on for how long? I've got it pulled up here. Let me let me take a let me. And this isn't going to be good audio because it's playing through uh, my speakers. Mm-hmm. But let me just get an estimate. It's an hour and two minute podcast. Hold on, time out, time out. We. Oh, you've got tech. We got the tech. Oh, good. Hang on, hang on. Is everything still recording? Everything is. Here, okay. go ahead. So we're going to plug something in. Plug that baby in. Now, this didn't work last week. No. Nope. Don't know why I think it well, would no, work we were, today. We were trying to record in last gotcha. week. We're, we're sending audio out. So. so this is just me jumping around the podcast to see when I start. Yeah. Let's hear you. At Macy's. Macy's back. Okay. Well, oh, by me. Our first night, we have uh, the okay. Thunder. That's Adam Lefko. Of course. I'm at minute 36. You saw that kind of crumble the first two months Whoa. of the season. So to see that Hold on, of- hold on, hold on. So that's our guy right there. Steve. That is uh, uh Let me try to find the intro. 
because I'm I'm still a tiny bit laughing about it. How I wanted you to hear it. I I want to know because so you were on there for what you said like twenty minutes or something. Twenty five minutes, yeah. And you didn't even end up in the show notes. No, that's got to irk you a little bit, right? Not at all. Maybe DM them and be like, "Hey, can you?" Not at, at all. At least at least throw my Twitter in there. There was no follow up. I had DM'd him afterwards saying that was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. So really enjoyed it. So safe to say, one foot out the door. One and a half feet out the door? No, it's two. This is notice. This is it. This okay, is notice. so we have a two week two weeks notice. Nope. This is it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't a paid job. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um All right. I mean We had a good run. I, mean, I have to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. I'm happy that this is over. <laughs> Long overdue. The fact that we made it to the try by. The try by Sen. Let me try to get this intro. Okay, Steve, let's hear it. Pond yeah, it up. It, you're up. You're up. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll try to locate. The hardest where thing it was. to do in basketball is shoot. So this is still Adam Lefko. Oh boy, right. he's got to. He's got to get a better mic. In like twenty get years. A it's uh, funny because all of these analysts and these important people, blue check marks again, who work on TV and do these all the yeah. time, right? Radio, yeah. podcast. At least since the beginning of COVID, when it became normal for guests to yes. be on national TV and, and radio shows. It's like, yeah, they need to spend $200. Just get even. a setup. Yeah. Get a setup at home yeah. with a nice microphone, either into your computer it takes. or into a mic, some type of, there's got to be a way left yeah. go. About, you know, is he just talking you know to what, a computer? He plays the game Sounds the right way. Um, yeah. yeah. Says screens, rebound. Break. Good talking to you, bro. Yep. I can't believe the opportunity has arisen, and I'm so it's going obvious to that was pre-recorded. I can tell because I'm an audio file. Because I think as I wake up this morning, this is the proudest I've ever been to be a Detroit Lions fan. Um, it was the end of an era last night, in my mind. A Good voice, by the way. I'm victory like that it. didn't mean much in the grand scheme of the NFL outside God, of the Green Bay Packers not going to the playoffs. Didn't mean anything to the Detroit Lions because they were eliminated after the Seattle Seahawks over sweeped yet? out a victory Shh, over the Los Angeles Rams. Really like, I might actually have my ringtone. Dan Campbell is the one coach in the NFL where you can be playing a game on Monday, even bigger than the playoff win in 1991, on, in my man. opinion, uh, to join me and just share in the moment and be happy in it and talk about what it means and maybe get in to this unique experience that is being a lifelong Lions fan is a fellow Kyle, Kyle Paffhausen from the Steven and Kyle podcast. <laughs> we stayed up late last night. <laughs> I should say he knew his mistake. He knew he correct on the outro. He said it correctly. <laughs> I didn't know that we were so formal here. But how do you <laughs> like being second-wheeled? Well, I mean, my name still comes first in the title. Well, right. I was obviously the one, you know, he didn't care about name A. No. We're no, trying I mean, he, to get look, to. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're yeah. finally getting the recognition that you deserve. Oh, I just, I hope next time I can get on there and talk 80s Pacers, 90s but Suns. See, I, I feel like you've been dishonest with your buddy Kyle mm-hmm. because he just introed you as a lifelong yeah. Detroit Lions fan. Have you been yeah. 
Have you not told him that your allegiance has shifted? No. To the left coast? No. I still... Are you still a closet Lions fan? I wouldn't say I'm a closet Lions fan. I still follow them. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is because that's what's on TV. Sure. Here, right? Yeah. So if you want an NFL game at 1 o'clock on one of the stations yep. in, in Michigan, it's going to end up being the Lions. And I, you know, I would imagine old habits die hard. Absolutely. What has changed for me, though, is the way I handle those football games mm-hmm. and the way I handle losses and wins. Sure. I don't care. So you'll still follow them, but you're not emotionally invested in it. And I can't be. I mean, it was. it's not that far removed from, I think it was even last playoffs. So when the Rams won the Super Bowl, watching a game and I think a couple of people were over and I was standing up because, you know, way too overly invested in a football game mm-hmm. and something had happened. And I, you, I hit my fist on the chair, just the, like the recliner chair. Yeah. And I looked down at, and I think I even told the story on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I looked down and I saw Reed looking at me like terrified. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, okay, that's it. Terrible. Can't do Absolute, that anymore. Absolutely awful. Cannot uh, do that any further. Forget never forget. Nope. It. And that is the first thing getting brought up in therapy when he eventually goes is the day daddy? Oh, he's been going. Hit the chair. I've, I've, uh, at a football game. I've been talking to him. So, I, yeah, I, I cannot be emotionally invested anymore. And this weekend, though, this last weekend was the one that was, it was this close to drawing me back in. Okay. Because, oh, that's how they get you, too. It's the, exactly. it was the last, last game of the season. It was if the Seahawks had lost yeah. and this Sunday night game was for the playoffs. I don't know how I could emotionally divest myself from that, especially considering how much I truly, truly despise Aaron Rodgers and anybody who looks like him. Mm -hmm. I think he's the worst, a burden, terrible. And I really hate him. I genuinely dislike Aaron Rodgers. And again, anybody who looks like him, Mm -hmm. just such a non fan. And I think he's a scumbag. And again, anybody who looks like him just deserve everything bad that happens to him. So I was, I was willing to be invested Simply because I I like seeing him and anybody who looks like him lose. Okay. It's weird. It seems like you're trying to get to something. What do you mean? I don't know. Maybe I'll. But anyway, check out our social media. Two things this week. I will repost and I'll post the Adam Lefko interview. It should already be up. Or Adam Lefko. The interview with Kyle Coster podcast shared with Adam Lefko. I get second billing this time. Uh I'll post Seems it on, to be your lot in life on all of our social media <laughs> at Steve and Kyle. Check that out, please. If you want uh, about 25 to 30 minutes of in-depth football discussion oh, God, with I can't think of anything. I want a to co-host to that isn't just a total ignorant piece of shit about football. You can get that on the big weekend. No offense. offense. Oh, I had seen it. I had a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I I, I had a. Uh, it was very fun to be able to talk with someone about that mm-hmm. that in depth, not X's and O's, but really about the Lions culture and breaking Are you say, down. You saying you don't get that here? Oh my god! It was such a relief. I sat down. I wasn't burdened. I didn't feel like I'm gonna have Did, to okay. suffer through. Whew, minutes to hours of jeep indignities all right i'm going to ask you a, a question i mm-hmm. want your serious serious yeah response i want your honest response yeah have there been negotiations between you and other kyle no i'll also do that for free uh so no need okay free to free you, so, is a distinctly so lateral you're saying move. that so you're saying that if you uh 
if you skip town, mm-hmm. if you if you jump ship, mm-hmm. this one it's it's not you're not doing both for free. <laughs> you're doing you're doing one, and that's it. So the amount of work that you will do for free is limited to one podcast. Yeah, and I'll let you decide which one is more fulfilling. <laughs> oh, that's simple. That is real easy. Look, and actually, I say um, you, I say for free. When really, I need to point out this one costs me money. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. So really, I'm making money by leaving this thing, right, right. and going to do that okay. for free. So you're not going to leave the the account still active? No. Okay. No, 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 no. All right. All right, hey, before we get out of here, we got to, I don't know if you noticed. Do you want to do that? It's, look, come the on. Pile up. Let's it do it is, real quick. It is money day. Let's do it. Hey, folks, viewer mail time again. Oh, here's one from Sally, age 14. <clears throat> Dear pig. Bum, bum, bum. There we go. Beautiful. That third time. We will Oh, we will start as we usually do on a monthly basis, Steve, with our friends, the Bill Payment Processing Center. Got to be Sioux, Sioux Falls, Sioux right? Falls, South Dakota. If you're looking for a zip code on that, it's 57117. Yeah, just in case. In case you're ever in the area, stop by, give them a wave, maybe uh, drop off some coffee for the hard workers processing our payment, which I'm assuming is open. This is from our friend, Billy Stacks. And? Billy. Is that Billy's. Colony or Colony, North uh, New York? You know, it doesn't even colony, say. Colony, New York, I think it was. doesn't say this. Yes, it is. Colony, Colony. That's got to be upstate, right? You think Billy Stacks is going by saying, yeah, I'm from New York or New York City. We talked about that before. Oh, boy. That would be stolen valor if I've ever seen it. Right, right. I, I have no idea based on, I have no idea where that place is. Colo- it's got to be upstate. Sounds like it. Our friend Billy Stacks coming through with a monthly deposit. Six dollars and fifty cents, Thank you, Billy Stacks. Always very appreciated. And it is also hold on. Hold on you want to do that I, one yeah, first? I want to do this one over here. This one is from okay. uh, friend Heather and Brian Krause. Oh, Concord, our New Hampshire of the show Jewish correspondent Brian uh-huh. Krause. Let's see what old the old Krauses sent our way. Krausei. Krauses. Krauses? Krauses. Okay. Just like Christmases, which they don't celebrate again. <laughs> Guys, want them to send a sticker for the wall. Oh, ho, ho. it's been a while. I'm glad we're good to reinvigorate it. It's Smuggler's Notch, one of our favorite ski resorts in Vermont. Enjoy. Brian, who are Jew Crouch? <laughs> 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 Well, I mean, since he mentioned it. (laughs) Jew. 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 Right. I, boy, we could have a whole (laughs) dissertation on Brian Krause's handwriting. It's not the best. No. And mixes in capitals. Mm. Boy, Brian, you really need to evaluate yourself. Oh, I like this a lot. Let's take a look. How does that, you know, is it in the shape of Vermont? Is that what it, it looks is. like? It's in the shape of Vermont. It says B.A. Smuggler. And it's got the, the glittery. Boy, that's a really, that's a I nice can't sticker. think of a much outside of like an adventure cruise line in the Caribbean. Yeah. That's 
one of the coolest names for anything ever. Yeah. Smuggler's Notch. I like it. I feel oh, like oh I need to... I feel like... It's like he knew that we had a space. spot, a Vermont-sized Oh, that's spot. gorgeous. I feel like I want to drink all of the liquor and seasonal rum named Smuggler's Notch. I want to go visit an island called Smuggler's Notch. That looks gorgeous up there, Steve. Again, if you'd like to contribute to the sticker roll, anything local, anything show-related, anything you might be fun, uh, does not have to be related to us directly. Again, we've got so many items up there I think from for, different localities. Yeah, 2023 is going to be the year we fill that of the sticker wall. I mean, we've got things from Benson, North Carolina. We've mm-hmm. got podcast ones. We've got WHT 100.3 Stephen King favorite radio station. <laughs> we've got... Uh, South Park stickers, Cheers uh, stickers, Hope numerous, Solo's butt. <laughs> numerous Jeep stickers. Right. Cheers stickers. The Rad Racing sticker. The Side Gig Show, of yes. course. Anything you'd like to contribute to the sticker wall uh, related to that, please. You can find the address in the show notes of this podcast, or you can DM us on whatever social media, at Steve and Kyle. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. One more. Go, one more. That is all oh, the openers right there. I'm already too far invested. I already know where this one's coming from. I'm assuming this is from our friend Trevor, not in Nashville, in Dixon slash Burns. Mm-hmm. Trevor going to be proudly holding. That's what I hear. The fathead for you at the Nashville morning and night shows yes. because our other good friend Chris Pruitt. I can't fathom somebody less committed to the idea of something he offered to do. <laughs> Reached out to us, said I'll be at the Nashville morning and night shows. And if Grand Rapids is the next show, I'll be there too. So if you need a fathead runner, and I said, do you want the fathead for Nashville? And this was his reply. If you haven't had any other volunteers, I'll take it. So our good friend Trevor is going to be holding that fathead at the shows in Nashville. He's going to have to commute because, again, he doesn't live there. No. He lives in Dixon. Far, far away. Probably an hour and a half drive. And our. (laughs) What do we got? What did Trevor? What did Trevor send? Oh, inflation's been unpleasant to a lot of people. Not for us, though. I think. Have we finally? I think we're in the green. Oh, I think we're in the black. I think it's black. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> you know, we wouldn't know if it's black or green because We've again, seen it. it's a place we we don't get too often. Twenty dollars and twenty three cents from our friend Trump. Twenty twenty three. Oh, Dixon. so we're kicking off the new year, twenty twenty three in style. The next one, I'm assuming, we'll be celebrating the buy side, buy send try, buy try send. The buy try send. The buy so try send. Three hundred dollars fifty dollars. You know what? You can choose, Trevor. I mean, Trevor. That's look very generous of you. Extremely generous of you to send us. Three hundred and fifty dollars. Thank you so much to Thank Billy Stacks. So what's that? Trevor Total Dixon, friend of the show, Jewish correspondent Brian Krause. Twenty six seventy three. Yeah, I, for, I already forgot. Six fifty uh, and twenty twenty three. Right, twenty six and twenty seven. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, twenty six. Yeah. <laughs> Profits. I will transfer that into the slush fund. Uh, Post haste at the end of this. Maybe podcast. going for a new mixer. Got some bad news for you. Oh no. And it has to do. I, I can. Yeah. I just gotta. 
needed to try one of these. Okay. Chucky e. C. Chucky e. C's. We're down to 840. These have 830 to of them. These have to survive until the Memorial Day slash holiday parade. Yeah. In May. Okay. Tastes like a standard Chucky e. C. Bit firm though, right? Getting there. They've firmed up. A tiny bit. Yeah, they're getting there. Oh boy. I mean, if we'd like to compare it to our three-year outdated Yorks, these things are going to sound like ripe off the vine Chucky Seeds. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried. You think they're going to survive? Not a chance. Are they in the freezer? All of them? They're in this box right next to um, me. Can we can we put them in the new chest freezer? Yeah. Who has the time? Again, check out our social media for that giveaway for our digital code to download and watch Devotion for Paramount Pictures. That'll yeah, be up on social media this week. Heard you talking about that while I was out turning on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse for my daughter, the unexpected guest on this week's podcast. Big thanks to Evelyn for dropping in. Appreciate her knocking. Talk to you next week again at Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, yeah, once again, talk to you next week. See you.